Hello, everyone. It is day 29 of Prairior 90-Day Prayer Challenge. I am so, so excited tonight because tonight I have my very best friend, my hero, my queen of my heart, my mother, Gwendolyn Carmichael, on the podcast. Cue the um, the applause. (laughs) A sound effect. Yes. Hello, Mother. How are you? Hi, sweetheart. I am doing wonderful. And yourself? I'm great. I'm great. Um, I'm so excited to have you on here. We talked earlier and I wanted you to join me tonight to talk about friendship. Friendship is a really important subject to me because you can't go through life alone. You're not supposed to. We weren't designed to. And one of the things, there's so many things I admire about you, but one of the things I admire about you is the way you are a friend to those who you call friend. I love the way you support your friends um I love the way you esteem them and I just love the way that you're there for them and I admire the time y'all spend together so just watching you as I grew up and just watching you from afar and being around you and your friends I always desired to have that same relationship once I became an adult and a woman and I don't know if I ever, I think I talked to you about this before, but I let you know that I, yeah, I let you know that early on when I first got married, I intentionally did not make or seek to make friends in this city that I moved to. I am from North Florida, but My husband and I decided to move to Central Florida because it was directly in the center of both of our hometowns. So it's quick and easy access for us to visit both sides of our family. So since I've been here, it's about to be eight years, or it's probably already been eight years. I haven't made any friends. So whenever I want to let my hair down or just hang out, I'm cruising to Jacksonville to see my friends from back at home. So, yeah, I haven't made any new friends. And that's a decision I made because I was just weary of meeting someone new and having someone new come into my life. And I just wanted privacy and I didn't want to give anyone a chance to basically know my business and share it. That's my thing. I'm like, oh, I'm a newlywed and I got my little family I'm expecting my my child, my son, and, you know, I just want it to be low-key, really, but now that I've gotten older, I do desire um, a friendship like you have, so I'm having you on the podcast to help myself and help others who have the same desire to have a real relationship that's sent by God that you you can even call a covenant friendship. I've heard you 
and other women use that term. So that's what we're here to talk about. So tonight, our topic is covenant friendship. Oh, wow. Wow. Well, I'm definitely honored that you even asked me um, to even talk with you and to share about this, because this is something that I'm definitely um, passionate about when it comes to sisterhood, you know, women relationship, period. I've always had a heart for that, and, um, and it all stemmed from a child. I've always been an extrovert. I was never an introvert, so... I've always been the type of wanting to meet people and always wanted to make people happy um, Mm -hmm. from a child. And that's something my mother said that she saw in me as a child, you know, that there were children in our neighborhood who people would not associate themselves with or play with. But she said that wasn't me, that I made sure that I you know, was friends with everyone that was in our community, in our neighborhood. To, and, and it was about making them feel, you know, feel special, you know, and, um, and, and making them happy. You know, I've always desired and wanted people to be happy, you know, and, and being happy means you, you being a friend to that person, you know, regardless of their status, where they live, what they have, that's not what friendship is about. Is accepting that person for who they are and making them feel special because we, as the word of God says, we want to do unto others as we want them to do unto us. So that's something that's been taught to me at a very early, early young age. And so it was a cultural difference for me too in leaving South Carolina, then moving here for the state of Florida. And I did, um, you know, I did see, did witness a difference of relationship here in such a large city and you know and you have a vast of people coming from different walks of life who move to Florida um, you know have with their own different values you know in in what they believe in and who they are so it was kind of like hard for me because then too desiring one in that friendship and moving away from home because just like you said you move away from home you're moving away from your friends too So um, I must say that my friendship journey began when I became a part in ministry, when I finally found a place where God wanted me to be here in Jacksonville. Um, So meeting other women and being involved in ministry, that's how my relationships begun. But then all relationships um, did not turn into covenant friendships which which was fine you know it 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 was God's timing when that is to happen and then also too when you show yourself friendly I mean when you just like Bishop used to tell us all all the time to have a friend you got to show yourself friendly so that's what I did and um in doing that and showing people that I didn't have any alternative motive you know, it was just to befriend you, get to know who you are, and then finding those women, too, who have like spirits, the ones who desire the same thing, you know, and something I knew that I had to be prayerful about and be careful because that's something I've learned, too. You 
there are some people who have hidden agendas as to why and you have to be able to discern and to know that but I have learned too that there are some relationships that are seasonal and it's okay and then there are some that's there for the long term and you're going to know that because what comes to my mind is when the scripture says that um, I think it's Proverbs seventeen seventeen that a friend loves at all times and that means true friends love you whether you are rich or poor, you know, going through difficulty or or when you're experiencing blessings, that person is there for you all the time. And, and you'll know that. And that's when that bond and that covenant, because that's what covenant is about. It's about bonding, coming together, you know. And so that's when it came to me to see the difference in a covenant and a contract because I start calling some of the relationships a contract because with the contract, you know, is there's no bond and a coming together contract. I mean, hey, this is what it is. Either you accept it or not, and that's it. But when it comes to a covenant, you're 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 bonding, you're coming together and you're 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 on one accord. You know, you're building that relationship, you know, and it's and it's based on um you know, a mutual desire, you know, that this is what you desire as well. And just like with any relationship, it, it, it takes work, which means if you really love me, you're going to get to know that person, you know, right. so you're going to take that time out to get to know that person. So, um, and then you can tell by the fruits that they bear, you know, but the key factor for me has been prayer in praying and asking God, Lord, you send those individuals who need to be a part of my life, you know, that's going to make deposits and not withdrawals from, from your life. You know, that person who's going to encourage you in the things of the Lord to go close, closer to the Lord, you know, not separate you and tear you away from the things of God. Them, that's not true friendship, you know. Mm -hmm. So I want to pause you right there. There's two things that you said that I really love. And I hope um, I remember the second one while I talk about the first thing. The first thing that you said was um, that you when you were desiring a friend that it, you wanted someone with this with the same spirit. Yes. And I really love that because I read, um, I was like, yes, listen to my proverbial mom. Um, yes. So Proverbs 12, 26 says the righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. So you are right on time with that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. And the second thing you said was, you want someone to who deposits in your life and not just withdraws. And that is so perfectly said in the most simple way, but it means so much. And I have a great example of that. I found in Job 2.11, it says, this is NIV, when Job's three friends, Eliphaz, the Tamanite, Bildad the Shuhite, and Zophar the Namathite heard about all the troubles that had come upon him. They set out from their homes and met together 
by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. Now, there is so much in this one scripture because this shows us that we can, as women, be a group of friends. That's the first thing I got out of that, that Mm -hmm. you can have a group of friends. And the second thing I got from it is that they were in harmony. They were in agreement because it literally says they met together by agreement. So no one went behind each other's back. His three friends, one friend didn't call the other and left the other one out or anything like that. Or no one said, no, um, we shouldn't go to Job's house. It was none of that. They were in agreement. And the last thing was they went to sympathize with him and comfort him. And those are two really important things to be to your friend when they're going through something. You don't want to immediately just go there, go be with them. And, um, and you have to say so much. Sometimes when you're a friend, someone just to needs to feel understood and just have your presence. And that's what I think what sympathize means, just to be understanding and be supportive. And then the last thing they said was to comfort him. You hear Lael? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so my baby is with us again tonight. God bless his heart. Um, so yes, so we know that Job just went through so much and he had his three friends who came and and visit him by agreement. What mm. would you say to me and other people who shy away and hold themselves back from friendship simply because they are weary or afraid or fearful or just simply concerned that if I befriend someone, then they'll judge me or they'll talk about me or they'll tell my business. But how do you handle that type of mindset? Well, well, just for an example, like I stated earlier, that a majority of all of my friendships came from ministry, being involved in ministry. Um, you be who God have called you to be. Mm-hmm. And, and it's about demonstrating the love of Christ to okay. everyone. And from, from that point on there, as long as you allow God to use you to demonstrate his love and, and to be that friend, it's going to fall into place. It will happen. Yeah, it will happen. Cause I, I keep in, keep in mind too, you know, that everyone um, that's something that has been a, you know, uh, a division among, among us as women, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, discerning, you know, um, who and who shouldn't be, you know, a part of your life. And yeah, all of that is important, but God will, will take care of that. When you sincerely go to him, and say, God, you send those who should be a part of my life. And I mean, that's in your intimate circle. It's a difference when it comes to those who, that God is going to use you to minister to for a season because some relationships are seasonal and it's okay. And that's the thing for me is my prayer has always been, God, whoever crosses my path, 
I want to be obedient as to what you will have me to do or to say for that individual, for that in- individual to receive what God has intended for her to receive. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's about. It's not about going, not about me. He will show me who the covenant relationships are, but then there are those who are really in need of, of a sincere friendship in reference to, it could be a simply, hello, how you doing? Or can I pray with you? Um, are you in need of something? That's what it's all about. And from there, from there, then that's when those beautiful friendships will evolve. Yeah. So will you tell us, you mentioned an intimate circle. Share with us, what is an intimate circle? Well, that's those who you know that you really need someone in your, a part of your life that can pour into you. Someone that's more spiritually mature than you, because that's definitely been a part of my prayer too. I want someone who can pour into me, mm-hmm. you know, who they, who can sharpen me, who we can sharpen each other. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the ones that you want to really, you know, hold on to, to the one that's really going to um, encourage you and push you into your, your calling, <laughs> You know, because some, cause just like you said, we do need each other. God never intended us to be by ourselves or be alone. But we we want that person to say, when I say that I can't, then that person will say, yes, you can, because of what God said, what God's word says. And I love Romans 12 and 10 when it says, love one another with brotherly affection. Yeah. You know, we, you, it's about that four letter word, love. Mm-hmm. love love when you sow that you're gonna you're gonna reap that back you're gonna truly truly reap that back that's what god wants us to do he wants us to outdo one another in showing honor and that's that love towards one another yes that is so good love is so important and the Bible tells us all about love. When you talk about your intimate circle, I also found in Job where it talks about that his friendship with God blessed his house. And when I read that, I really started thinking about how important that is to have someone when you come around them or when they come around you when they leave you they feel um built up instead of drained and i exactly yeah exactly and i have that perfect example just with you you're my mother but you're also my friend and whenever i'm around you or whenever I come to your house or when you come to our house, you always bring so much joy and I always leave your presence just full physically and spiritually and mentally. So you are just, you're such a blessing. And I know anyone and everyone who does have you a part of their life at any capacity, they're truly blessed. And, you know, I tell you that all the time. <laughs> I have thank you sweetie yes I sometimes joke with 
my husband Clay, and you know who Clay is. I'm saying my husband for the podcast. That <laughs> I have the only child syndrome. So sometimes I just act a little. I'm I'm being silly or whatever. But while I'm being silly, it's a little bit truth to it that when I see you hanging out and doing different things with different women and your friends who a lot of them who I love and who are basically like family to us and they've been a blessing to me as well and been supportive too. Oh, that's another thing that I want to mention too that's so important why it's very important to choose the right friends and have the, the right women in your life is because those women who you have befriended and they became your friend and even your covenant friends they not only spend time with you but they have also come to my events and I'm your child and that's another thing for me as a wife and as a mother that whoever I choose to become friends with in this new this new chapter in my life when well not so much new I'm eight I'm about to be eight years in it but uh that there will be around my family and be around my children too. And I think that it's so beautiful that your friends, they want to be around and they enjoy, you know, being a part of the family events and my graduation and, you know, my children's baby shower and things like that. It, they've truly been a blessing to me as well. So, oh, yeah. you have some really special women in your life. I admire you. I admire them. Oh, thank you. I want but, that, but that's them demonstrating their love for me because love is an, is an action verb. It's an action. You show that person that you love them. I can say verbally all day that I love you, but have I shown you that I love you? Right. So, when you, they truly love you, they're going to demonstrate that love for you. Because remember, Luke 6.31 says, and as you wish that others would do to you, do so to them. And it goes back for me saying, what you sow, you shall reap that. What you sow, you shall reap. Yes, amen. So I have three questions for you. The first question is, how did you meet your friends? And you already kind of answered I said that ministry. It's been in ministry since I've been here in the state of Jacksonville, it, Jacksonville, Florida. It's been ministry. I have met friends, majority of all of my friends I met in ministry. Okay. And, and others on my job. Okay. Yes. That is true. That is correct. So the second mm -hmm. question is, this is very important myself and for others to know how do you maintain your relationships your friendships because a lot of friendships they fail and you know, they go south but it it comes with you know maturity it really does um i continue to support them and encourage them and then it's also important that you know, you stay in contact with one another. Um, I know social media, you know, has its purpose. You know, it really does. And especially when that person, you know, you're using it for positive purposes, you know, 
but I never ever um, will allow social media to take the place of me communicating with those who I say that I love. Yeah. I'm your, if I'm your friend, I'm going to show up. I want to be able to see you. I want to be able to touch you. I want to be able to hug you if you need a hug. I want to be able to be, able to be there in front of you in person if you need a shoulder you know, to cry on, I'm personal. So I want to, to show you that I, that I'm there for you. I love you. I care about you. So even to this day, I still check up on, on my girlfriends. I check up on them. Like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? Let's, let's go to the mall. Let's, you know, go have lunch. Let's, it's about me still demonstrating to them and to let them know how much they mean in my life yeah so just like I said and I know we all have our day-to-day you know lives that we have you know that we have to do and responsible for and then there are times too when I'll just shoot them a text and say hey thinking of you I love you Mm. you know or I'll send them you know an encouraging word just a lot of times when the Holy Spirit leads me to send a text regarding a certain issue I send it to them you know, so for them to receive that and to say, hey, you just don't know sis, how much I needed that. So it's about, you know, discerning and, and really being there, being my sister's keeper. Am I my brother's keeper? <laughs> you know, we need to ask ourselves that. Am I my brother's keeper? So and a part of that is, hey, I'm just checking on you to make sure everything's good. You know, if you're you're OK, um, I haven't heard from you. You know, it's that that's what it's about demonstrating the love of Christ right so after all of that it just shows that you are very intentional with your friendship and you are like you said you're pouring into them and you're giving to them you're just not take take in about yourself oh no 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 yeah. no definitely not it's sacrificial love right sacrificial love because John 15 13 says greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for his friends sacrificial love is the greatest love anyone will ever experience God displayed this kind of love for us when he sent his son and we have read that in John 3 16 Jesus, Jesus showed this in his willingness to lay down his life for us that we might be saved so the best and the dearest friend is the one who is willing to lay down their life for, for us. The ultimate demonstration of sacrificial love. Yes. Amen. So that tells us that with us giving sacrificial love, we're giving our friends an opportunity to experience the love of Jesus. The love of Jesus, yes. The love of Jesus. So while you're maintaining your friendships, you guys are having the opportunity to not only pour into each other, but point each other to Jesus Christ. And that's just a sharpening iron. Amen. Amen. And one of the example of friendship in the Bible that I love so much I know. is the relationship relationship between Ruth and Naomi oh my goodness it is 
such a blessing. They set such an example of that. Mm-hmm. You know, so and but others too in the Bible, but though that relationship stands out the most for me is the relationship between the that that's a good demonstration of covenant relationship right there for me was between between Ruth and Naomi. Yes. Will you tell us about that? I know about it, but I want you to share because we talked about it before. Well, 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 I know it's, it's gosh, it's a, it's a long story, but, um, what the part that I love so much is that how, um, Ruth was not willing to leave Naomi, which was her mother-in-law. Naomi was her mother-in-law. And so Ruth said, told Naomi, Hey, where you go, I'm going to go who, you know, I'm going to who the God that you serve, I'm going to serve that same God that you serve. Yeah. So it just, it was just so phenomenal for just for her to have that heart and desire just you know, this to want to stay with her um, and to be there with her through her journey. You know, she knew that Naomi was going to leave you know, but she wanted to go with Naomi. She didn't want a, Naomi to be alone, you know? So it's like that was that sacrificial love that Ruth displayed, you know, because Ruth could have like, okay, you know, mother-in-law, I love you. You know, see you later. I'm going back home, you know, but no, she wanted to endure, go through this journey with her, to be there with her, you know, by her side. And then look what she reaped in doing that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, there are some benefits, blessings, you know, that birth out of relationships, you know, when, when it's God, especially when it's God, you know, when you know it was, it was God that put that relationship together, you know, it's, it's such a beautiful thing. So, yes. And it truly, it literally was God. You are so right because guess who they are direct descendants of? Do you know who Jesus? Oh yes, Jesus. Yes. Yes. So when I learned that, I was like, "Wow, that just made that story even more powerful." And oh yeah, the Bible is just so good. When you start putting things together and you go deeper into what you're reading. It really, it just all makes perfect sense. And it just shows us how we really serve a great, great God. We do not serve a harsh God. You know, he loves us. He gives us many beautiful stories to show us that no matter where you come from, no matter what you've done, no matter what obstacle you had to get over to get where you are now, you are a purposeful creation and you you can do great things regardless so I'm really I'm thankful I'm thankful for our great God I'm thankful for you for living it and leading me to Christ and um, the last question I want you to answer is what advice would you give a woman like me who desires 
to have a covenant friendship? Prayer. Mm-hmm. And show yourself to be a friend. Yes. It's very simple, but both are very powerful. I love it. Yes. Yes. And I know for sure that to show myself um, friendly, that is where I fall short. And I'm not saying that I am not friendly, but I literally do not show it. So I just stay clammed in and I just stay to myself. So everything that you shared with us tonight is about being intentional and just basically just being a Christian. Everything you said is in alignment with the word of God. And um, it's awesome. It's great. This is really great advice. I hope everyone who listens to this, who is searching for friendship or who may have friendship and that friendship has taken a bad route and there, there's, um, there's still hope. Don't give up on your friends, especially when you know that it was God ordained. We're not perfect and just be there for them. Like my mother shared with us tonight to sometimes people hurt people hurt people so maybe just sending them a text and telling them thinking about you and asking them how they're doing um just physically show up because um like my mother said that you have a sacrificial love and friendship so if you want a friend show yourself friendly and yes yeah just Help each other do what God has you guys to do. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And that's regardless if that person does or not, you demonstrate the love of Christ. Wow. Yes. Whether they do it or not. Yes. And that's exactly how Christ loves us. He loves us. Yes. He loved us before we even loved him. So Yes. Wow, God is just so good. He's so good. So will you pray with us, pray for us, pray for us who have friendships and who want to reconcile and pray for those of us who are searching for friendships? Okay, absolutely, absolutely. Heavenly Father, I lift up my daughter and all those who are listening, oh, Heavenly Father, to you. And ask godly friends and role models into their lives, oh God. Give them the wisdom that they need to choose friends who are godly and help them to never compromise their walk with you in order to gain acceptance, Lord. Give them the Holy Spirit to have discernment in, in, in how to make it an influence or impact in that person's life, oh God, I pray that you would take anyone who is not godly influence out of their lives, oh Heavenly Father, or transform that person into your likeness, oh God. Your word says that he who walks with wise men will be wise. 
but the companion of fools will be destroyed. So don't let them be a companion of fools, oh God. Enable them, God, to walk with wise friends and not to experience the destruction that can happen by walking with foolish people, oh God. Deliver them from anyone, God, with an ungodly character so that they will not learn that person's ways and set a snare for their own soul, oh God. Whenever there is grief, over a lost friendship, comfort them, O oh God, and send new friends, O oh Heavenly Father, with them that they can connect with God, that they can share with, O oh God, and be that person that you have created them to be. Take away any loneliness, O oh God, a low self-esteem that will cause them to seek out less God-glorifying relationships. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you would teach them the meaning of true friendship and teach them how to be good friends and make strong, close, lasting friendships in your son, Jesus name, that these friendships will always glorify you, God. Amen. In your son, Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. I love you and everyone out there. You guys have a wonderful, wonderful day. I love you too, sweetheart. Bye-bye.